Star Wars 7 by 7 episode 1434. All right, enough of the heavy stuff. Let's get to some light stuff. Let's talk about Star Wars Celebration and do our first Celebration 2019 update. Punch it, Chewie. Hey, I'm Jason Fry, author of many Star Wars stories and the Jupiter Pirate series, and you're listening to Star Wars 7 by 7 the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey, Rebel Razor. I'm Alan Voivod, and this is Star Wars 7x7. All right, so Celebration 2019 is off to the races. Tickets went on sale on Tuesday the 5th, and VIP passes sold out in, well, I guess it's kind of hard to tell. It could have been less than two minutes. It could have been less than a minute. It could have been within 30 seconds. All I know is that when I was online at 1.02 p.m. Eastern Time and got through the virtual waiting queue into buy my tickets, the VIP passes were already sold out at that point. So, holy crow, that went fast. I wonder how many they had. Like, it's never published, and I don't know. It just It's rather remarkable. I seem to recall that it was within 10 minutes that they were sold out in the Orlando Celebration sale. That would have been in 2017, so... Yeah, people were apparently really excited, or maybe they didn't do as many, I don't know. Anyway, so I've got my passes for Celebration 2019, and I'll be seeing you there for the full five-day event, and I'll be doing live streams and multiple daily episodes and all that good stuff. And I'm thrilled to say that Brainstormer Lonnie, Quizmaster Joe, and Scorekeeper Declan will be joining me there on Thursday and Friday for the festivities as well. Now, here's what we know about Celebration 2019 so far. It is taking place in the West Building of McCormick Place, that is a giant convention center complex in Chicago, Illinois. And that's with the exception of the Celebration Stage. The Celebration Stage is actually happening in Wintrust Arena, which is a short skybridge walk across the street to get into that giant venue. I'm told that it seats around 10,000 or so. So, yeah, I think that'll do. (laughs) That should make it easy enough for people to attend that, I would say. And some of the stages that were at Celebration Orlando in 2017 and in previous celebrations will be returning, including a Galaxy stage, a behind-the-scenes stage, a Star Wars University stage, a Collector's stage. There's also going to be a live stage. Presumably, this is where Andy Gutierrez and Anthony Carboni will be conducting their broadcast of the Star Wars show right on the exhibition floor, I would presume. There's also going to be a fan stage as well because they are soliciting submissions for a fan panels and exhibitions and whatnot, and so I presume that all of those would be held on the fan stage. And what they've also released information-wise so far is the fact that they're going to have an art show, so surprise, surprise. They're also having fan club tables there. There will be a podcast stage again this time around. There will also be fan-built props and sets, and they have a spot that hasn't been opened yet for crew applications, so if you want to work at Star Wars Celebration and still have access to the facilities for, you know, at some unknown level, (laughs) I'm sure there are folks who have done the crew thing before we could probably speak to that then you know there you go that's going to be there too interestingly enough i had heard from a couple of different people working celebration orlando 2017 that they did not get the level of crew there that time that they had hoped to get and so hopefully this time around they will be able to gather a ton more than they did last time i can also tell you that hotel situations well that's already 
at a premium. I mean, the official hotel thing on Celebration's website is actually kind of scary. It has a warning about, you know, do not accept other solicitations from people claiming to sell you Celebration things or something like that. You know, it makes you think like, oh my gosh, I'm going to get scammed. But at this point, you know, the 15 hotels that they had as the official hotel block for Star Wars Celebration, well, they're all down to just a few rooms. Unless you click on the I'm an exhibitor tab when you're doing it, in which case two of the hotels suddenly have a lot more rooms. But unfortunately, April 10th as an evening stay isn't available among them. So that's kind of awkward, to say the least. So I guess you have to patchwork it together by buying it off the celebration block and doing it in some weird other way. But anyway, so of the 15 hotels that are in the official celebration block, most of the rooms have already been bought. There are still a few left and not necessarily all the days are available either. So if you're going to Celebration, if you already have your tickets, you had best get a jump on your hotel situation as quickly as you can. And we'll wrap up this first Celebration update with some Celebration trivia for you. So this is the 13th overall Star Wars Celebration, or will be the 13th overall Star Wars Celebration, and it will be the ninth one to take place in the United States. It's also the second time it's ever been a five-day event. Every other event has been either a three- or a four-day event. The last time it was a five-day event was in 2007. That was Celebration 4 in Los Angeles. And this is also the first time that it has been held in the Midwest since Celebration 3, which was held in Indianapolis in 2005. It's also a rather unusual choice for the venue because... We have all the Star Wars stuff opening at Walt Disney World and Disneyland in 2019, and the popular thinking had been that Celebration was going to be held either in Orlando or Anaheim so that they could take advantage of, you know, playing off the opening there, and no, not so much. So I guess they've got something else up their sleeve, and so as soon as the news breaks on it, we'll be sharing it with you here on the podcast. All right, I'm going to take a quick break, and then we will do last Jedi trivia when I come back. Stay tuned. Hey Rebel Rouser, no sponsor on this episode today, so I just have a favor to ask instead. If you haven't done so already, please consider leaving a review for Star Wars 7x7 on your favorite podcast app. Not just a star rating, although I will say we are personally very proud of our near-unanimous five-star rating on iTunes. No, I just mean a thoughtful sentence or two about what you like about the podcast, or how happy you are that it's part of your daily routine. And more reviews means better visibility, which means more people get to share in a daily dose of Star Wars joy, and you want that, don't you? Of course you do, so please leave a review on your favorite podcast app today. I thank you, and the Star Wars 7x7 podcast thanks you. Welcome back. All right, last time I asked you how many times Paige Tico had to kick that ladder until that remote control fell down to her, and it's five. Five times. Today's question for you, what soundless word is Poe Dameron screaming in that slow motion sequence while we are waiting for Paige to be able to trigger the bombs? And that is going to do it for the podcast today. Thank you so much for listening, as always, and may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you shut down all the garbage smashers on the detention level, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And if the show's been worth your time, please support us at Patreon.com SW7x7. It's not your cursed metal body, it's Destiny Unleashed.
This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2018, Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.